Welcome to Present Poetry. I'm your host, Erin Crittenden, and all poems within this podcast are either public domain or used with permission from the author or the author's estate. It's a fun time for poetry lovers of all ages, so sit back, relax, and get ready to hear some poems of the past and the present. Happy Valentine's Day! To help you set the mood on this Romantic Wednesday, we are not reading from one romantic author, but rather from a collection of them. The book is called Love's Old Sweet Song, and it is a sheaf of latter-day love poems gathered from many sources by George H. Elwanger. The original copyright is in 1896 by Doddmead and Company, and it is a collection of classical poems that are guaranteed to help make your Valentine's Day a special one. So listen with your loved ones, and I hope you enjoy. This poem is called Irish Love Song by Catherine Tennan. Would God I were the tender apple blossom, floating and falling from the twisted bough, to lie and faint within your silken bosom as that does now. Or would I were a little burnished apple for you to pluck me, gliding by so cold, while the sun and shade your robe of lawn will dapple, your hair spun gold. Yea, would to God I were among the roses that lean to kiss you as you float between, while on the lowest branch a bud uncloses to touch you, queen. Nay, since you will not love, would I were growing a happy daisy in the garden path, that so your silver foot might press me going, even unto death. This poem is called Love the Destroyer by Anne Reeve Aldrich. Love is a fire, nor shame nor pride can well withstand desire, for what are they, we cry, that they should dare? To keep, O love, the haughty look they wear. Nay, burn the victims, O thou sacred fire, That with their death thou mayest but flame the higher. Let them feel once the fierceness of thy breath, And make thee still more beauteous with their death. Love is a fire, but ah, how short-lived is the flame desire. Love, having burnt whatever once we cherished, And blackened all things else, itself hath perished. And now alone in gathering night we stand, ashes and ruin stretch on either hand. Yet while we mourn, our sad hearts whisper low, we serve the mightiest God that man can know. This poem is called A Song of Winter by Emily Pfeiffer. Barbed blossom of the guarded gorse, I love thee where I see thee shine, thou sweetener of our common ways and brightener of our wintry days. Flower of the gorse, the rose is dead, thou art undying, O be mine, be mine with all thy thorns and pressed close on a heart that asks not rest. I pluck thee and thy stigma set upon my breast and on my brow, blow buds and plenish so my wreath, that none may know the wounds beneath. O crown of thorn that seemst of gold, the festal coronal art thou, 
The honey blossoms are but hives that guard the growth of winged lives. I saw thee in the time of flowers, as sunshine spilled upon the land, where burning bushes all ablaze with sacred fire, but went my ways. I went my ways, and as I went, plucked kindlier blooms on either hand. Now of those blooms so passing sweet, none lives to stay my passing feet. And still thy lamp upon the hill feeds on the autumn's dying sigh, and from thy midst comes murmuring a music sweeter than in spring. Barbed blossoms of the guarded gorse be mine to wear until I die, and mine the wounds of love which still bear witness to his human will. This poem is called In a Rose Garden by John Bennett. A hundred years from now, dear heart, we will not care at all. It will not matter then a whit, the honey or the gall. The summer days that we have known will all forgotten be and flown. The garden will be overgrown where now the roses fall. A hundred years from now, dear heart, we will not mind the pain. The throbbing crimson tide of life will not have left a stain. The song we sing together, dear, the dream we dream together here, will mean no more than means a tear amid a summer rain. A hundred years from now, dear heart, the grief will all be o'er. The sea of care will surge in vain upon a careless shore. These glasses we turn down today, here at the parting of the way. We will be wineless then as they, and will not mind it more. A hundred years from now, dear heart, We'll neither know nor care What came of all life's bitterness Or followed love's despair. Then fill the glasses up again And kiss me through the rose-leaf rain. We'll build one castle more in Spain And dream one more dream there. This poem is called Spring Song by George H. Elwanger. Herald of peace and joy, lone on the bough, minstrel without alloy, what flutest thou? Violet hiding low, fragrant and shy, what message bearest thou, voiced in thy sigh? Buds that unloose your hasp, long cased in mail, rest from grim winter's grasp, freed from his pale. Brooklets swift hurrying, purling your chime. What is the theme ye sing, endless as time? We sing the sun, they say, we sing the spring. Love crowns our holy day, love is our king. Even so the thought of thee, rapture doth bring, Yielding delight to me, dearer than spring. Blither than robin's strain, fairer than flowers, Fresh as the vernal rain, bright as the hours. Thy smile, my sun, I ween, thy eyes, my may, all thy sweet grace, my queen, fondly I pray. Grant me to keep and hold, fast in love's shrine. Spring may no joys unfold, art thou not mine. This poem is called Between the Sunset and the Sea by Algernon Charles Swinburne. Between the sunset and the sea, my love laid hands and lips on me. 
Of sweet came sour, of day came night, Of long desire came brief delight. How love and what thing came of thee Between the sea-downs and the sea? Between the sea-mark and the sea, Joy grew to grief, grief grew to me. Love turned to tears, and tears to fire, And dead delight to new desire. Love's talk, love's touch, there seemed to be Between the sea-sand and the sea. Between the sundown and the sea, Love watched one hour of love with me, Then down the all-golden waterways His feet flew after yesterday's. I saw them come and saw them flee Between the sea-foam and the sea. Between the sea-strand and the sea, Love fell on sleep, sleep fell on me. The first star saw twain turn to one Between the moonrise and the sun. The next that saw not love saw me between the sea banks and the sea. This poem is called If Love Could Last by Alfred Austin. If love could last, if love could last, the future be as was the past, nor faith and fondness ever know the chill of dwindling afterglow. Oh, then we should not have too long For cuckoo's call and throstle's song, But every season then would ring With rapturous voices of the spring, In budding brake and grassy glade, The primrose then would never fade, The windflower flag, the bluebell haze, Faint from the winding woodland ways, The vernal hopes chase wintry fears, And happy smiles and happier tears Be like the sun and clouds at play, if love could last. If love could last, the rose would then not bloom but once to fade again. June to the lily would not give a life less fair than fugitive. Both flower and leaf and lawn renew their freshness nightly with the dew. In forest dingles dim and deep, where curtained noonday lies asleep, faithful ringdove never would cease its anthem of abiding peace. All the year round we then should stray through fragrance of the new-mown hay, or sit and ponder old-world rhymes under the leaves of scented limes. Careless of time, we should not fear the footsteps of the fleeting year, or did the long warm days depart, t'would still be summer in our heart, did love but last. Did love but last, no shade of grief, for fading flower, for falling leaf, for stubbles whence the piles up wane hath borne away the golden grain, leaving a load of loss behind, would shock the heart and haunt the mind. With mellow gaze we then should see the ripe fruit shaken from the tree. The swallows troop, the acorns fall, the last peach redden on the wall. The oast house smoke, the hopbine burn, knowing that all good things return to love that lasts. If love could last, who then would mind the freezing rack, the unfeeling wind, the curdling pool, the shivering sedge, the empty nest and leafless hedge, frown dripping bents and furrowed bare, the wild geese clamoring through the air, the huddling kine, the sodden leaves, lackluster dawns and clammy eaves. For then through twilight days morose, we should within keep warm and close, and by the friendly fireside blaze, Talk of the ever-sacred days, when first we met and felt how drear were life without the other near, 
or two at peace with bliss to speak, sit hand in hand and cheek to cheek, if love could last. Yet love can last, yes, love can last, the future be as was the past, and faith and fondness never know the chill of dwindling afterglow. If to familiar hearth there cling, the virgin freshness of the spring, and April's music still be heard, in wooing voice and winning word. If when autumnal shadows streak, the furrowed brow, the wrinkled cheek, devotion deepening to the close, like fruit that ripens, tenderer grows, if through the leaves of youth and hope lie thick on life's declining slope, the fond heart faithful to the last lingers in love drifts of the past. If with the gravely shortening days faith trims the lamp, faith feeds the blaze, and reverence, robed in wintry white, sheds fragrance like a summer night, then love can last. Thank you for listening to this episode of Present Poetry. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a review, share us on social media, or subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you would like to learn more about the featured poet, or you would like your work featured on the podcast, please check out the links in the show notes. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.